0: To be honest, I pressed the wrong button. Is it going? Okay, <laughs> okay. It's going is he, It okay. is going, yes. Hey,
1: guys. Welcome back to 402 Weekly. We're here with Shane Spencer and our friend Cinnamon, who is asked to rena- remain anonymous to protect her identity as a school teacher for 6th, mm-hmm. 7th, and 8th grade Spanish. And we're also here with her puppy, Hank. So if you hear some puppy noises, that's him.
2: <laughs> Spencer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: Thank you for having me and Hank. Heck yeah. Okay, so our weekly shout out hasn't happened yet, but we've all been to one in the past. It's Benson First Friday, which is essentially an art crawl, like through the bars of Benson. And they host like local artists and they're able to sell their um, like goods and stuff that they've made. I don't know, it's a really fun like event for the community and uh it's like a good way to meet people yeah
0: yeah i'm looking forward to it i actually haven't been to one yet so
1: dude it's gonna be a good time Like what's the school year gonna look like? Like what are some like adaptations that you guys like have in place? So, um... Well, I would say in the Omaha metro
3: area, the biggest change has been that OPS invested like... I'm not exactly sure, but I want to say it's like 30 million dollars on getting devices to all of their kids. Mm -hmm. Which was a huge deal because, um... There was a lot of talk about equity within the district. Yes, yeah. So that was a really good investment on their part. Um, the district I work in has offered... Families are allowed to choose if they want their kids to do the whole year remotely or if they want to come to school. Um, if they learn remotely, they just Zoom in at the regular class time. Okay. So it's just basically like a live stream for them. Um and then some schools are doing it differently. Our s- school is starting out the first week 25% capacity oh, and then wow, okay. going to normal, which is crazy. They went and planned this whole plan, and then we're going back to normal. And then other districts are doing, like, various
1: things from being all in or being, like, a 3-2 day schedule. Okay, right. Schedule. I think I saw, like, OPS was doing that, like, every other day kind of thing. Yep. But, like, was it, like, 25% or half capacity?
3: Yeah, it's by last name, half capacity. Um, They do,
1: like, it's the Wednesdays that change. Okay. I got you. Um, Is there, like obviously there's concerns so like do you want to talk about like your personal concerns as well as like other teachers and like administrators concerns for Mm -hmm. starting the school year in COVID
3: yeah so it's definitely crazy um I would say the biggest concern is just keeping the kids safe keeping the community safe um obviously we want kids to learn that's really important but we also want them to learn safely um Honestly, I think some of the concerns that I've seen with teachers is that for teachers that have been teaching for so long, I think it's um, a harder adjustment to go to all this Zoom stuff, whereas, like, for me in college, we did it, and then, right. like, my student teaching experience was crazy, so for me, it's just kind of normal to not really know what to expect. Oh my gosh, like, really scary. you not entrenched
0: in your ways, like... A lot of teachers, like, I remember in high school when an older teacher ha- would have trouble working, like, the DVD player or oh, something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Jesus, I yeah. couldn't imagine them now trying to do Zoom. like I know. I, I had to learn Zoom. Mm.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. I know. We all did.
0: So I haven't thought about that.
3: It is a learning experience for everybody. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's not just Omaha. Like, it's all over the nation, which is crazy to think about. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: I was going to bring up, there's been, like, a lot of protests from teachers that, like, are feeling like it should all just be remote, like, for their safety and their students' safety? Like, do you have any strong opinions or feelings about that? Um, It's
3: hard for me to have an opinion about that because, so this is, like, a little bit off-topic, but basically the way the chain of command works in a school is, like, the teachers serve the kids, and then the principal serves the teachers superintendent serves like everybody and serves the community and then the superintendent answers to the school board who answers to the community so like at the end of the day it's not really like what the school and what the teachers want it's Mm -hmm. we have to do what the community is saying because every time a decision is made the community is who answers so like teachers are worried and rightfully so um I've heard more schools have come up with, like, a mask mandate, which has actually helped a lot. Um, But, yeah, I think all schools are considering remote anyways. Like, remote isn't off the table. I think, like, they just want to do what they can to answer to the community and the parents. And Mm -hmm. then whatever happens, we'll go from there. But, yeah, definitely teachers are concerned Um, the older ones, especially. Yeah, I bet. Um, Concerned, like, for themselves? Yeah, like, themselves getting sick or their spouse,
1: so. It's just a very weird time for everybody. For
2: sure.
3: It
1: is. And is Miller doing, um, the mask mandate? (laughs) Um, yes. Yeah, you have to wear a mask. Um,
3: we're supposed to social distance when we have all the kids in our classes, we won't be able to, but that's why they're wearing the mask.
1: So That makes sense.
3: Yeah, and I'm actually making it, like, a rule in my classroom, and then if students fail to comply with the rule, um, they have to just, like, write a reflection about why they should protect other people. Oh my so gosh. it's, like, it's, like, a teaching opportunity yeah. for the kids yeah. too,
1: um, to go a little bit beyond... Dude, yeah, I, like, really love that. I feel like it's, like, going to, like, affect, like, how they grow up and, like, the kinds of adults they're going to be. Like, even this, like, whole pandemic and stuff, like, how it's going to affect, like, the, like, kids that will be our future eventually.
3: Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's why it is, like, I think that's why so many people are pushing to have kids in schools is because... That's where they learn Mm -hmm. how to be a part of community, but obviously we just want it to be safe
1: for everybody. Yeah, Yeah, I was listening to another podcast, and um, she was, like, a mom of four kids, and she brought up an interesting concern, which was, like, if kids aren't interacting, like, younger kids aren't interacting and socializing, like, are they going to be, like, immunocompromised because they're not introduced to, like certain bacteria or, like, different illnesses that, like, kids kind of, like, get when they're younger and, like, get Mm. over, you know? Yeah. But also, like, the fact that, like, they could possibly be missing out on, like, some really good education for, like, an entire year. Just because, like, remote isn't, like, a 100%, you know?
2: Like, even at the college level, it wasn't, so. (laughs) Yeah. COVID was a great opportunity for me to, uh, exploit technological systems to my best ability so
1: yes oh yeah and
2: definitely like kids are going to do the same it's it's so hard to monitor that stuff so getting a good education is really it's more it's too much effort on kids that are you know not willing to put in that much effort when school is bs so yeah definitely
3: Mm -hmm. and like i even felt that we had a bunch of teacher meetings on zoom and like the whole time i was just like i have to give my kids some grace because It's even hard for an adult to, like, focus Mm. and be as engaged with a Zoom call. Like, I don't know. Zoom is great. People, are talking over
0: each other. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just really low-quality camera feeds. (laughs) Some people don't even have a camera. Technical
3: difficulties. I mean...
0: Yeah.
3: It's definitely a great resource in the times, but...
0: Yeah, what would it have looked like even five years ago, or ten years ago? Yeah. Exactly. There would be no education going on, I don't think. Oh yeah.
1: Okay, so I did hear this interesting fact. There was, like, a plague or something in the early 1900s, as there were back then. But, like, uh, but teachers would, like, host class outside Mm -hmm. um, throughout the school year. Like, and even when it, like, was, like, snowy and cold, like, they'd still have class outside to, like social distance quote-unquote yeah. yeah but i thought that was like kind of like innovated
0: that actually does work for this specific virus because the strain right doesn't, can't spread outdoors apparently yes you heard about this since it was made in the lab i've it's, heard so. it, it, it only adapts well and or spreads well in indoor vi- environments
2: uh, yeah i've heard the, heard the thing that like oh yeah if you have an ac like room mm-hmm. then like that's like the best way that if someone gets in there with covid then you know they're yeah. going to infect that whole room. Yeah. So. Because they can just, like, sit in there and live. Because it doesn't get, like, yeah. heated. It's so. Hanging out. It's yeah. happy to be there. Yep. So. <laughs>
3: happy to be Which there. is,
2: like, I mean, depending on the room in our high school. Like, some of those rooms did not have good AC at all. But, yeah, that's kind of, like, bad for a high school. Especially when none of the teachers will listen to kids who are, like, let's have class outside today. So.
0: Why, isn't, why can't that be a thing more Dude, often? Dude, I don't know. That
2: pisses me off. Um,
0: what yeah, are, so you ha- you're about to do your first year then mm-hmm. of teaching. Okay, so, yeah. you haven't, so you haven't really experienced the full, like, all the ropes and, like, the different, like, I don't know, you know. Nope. But, like, have you experienced yet any, like, anything that, like, as a newcomer to your field, have you already seen things that are kind of like, well, we do these things just because we've always done them, but, like, are there, any, are there any changes that you would make so far?
3: You know what, I feel like if it were any other year, but the year of a pandemic, Mm -hmm. I would probably have an answer to that question, Um, but it's hard to say because everything is new, like, so um, I would say, like, one thing during my student teaching that I think should change is, like, just all students having devices through school i just the way our world is i think it's essential and i just that's the only thing i would
2: change yeah Mm -hmm.
1: yeah or that i can speak to i feel like this pandemic like in more ways than one has like put a spotlight on like the lack of equality and equity like in schools and like the education world as well as like obviously other parts of like socioeconomic world but um yeah yeah, I think it's cool in that way that like schools are now having to provide like the one-to-one like computer or device um Mm -hmm. like connection with students I don't know it might be like propelling us forward towards like a more equal like opportunity to learn
0: yeah right it's understandable that schools be a little behind the times but Kids have needed computers for 10 years now. Right. Oh, It's oh, just yeah. an essential factor. It's, it's like, you know, a lot of people consider the internet to be, like, a modern right in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because without it, you really can't compete in the economy or in a lot of ways. Get yeah. a job. Just, yeah.
2: Yeah. And, like, uh, especially, like, yeah, 10 years ago, we needed laptops and everyone's, like, provided to uh, kids in every school and, um, you know. I mean, if you try to get a job, like, especially, like, high school students, like, you probably have to go to the library to, mm-hmm. like, use a computer if you didn't have yeah. one, so it's, like, now it's it's kind of been shown that, like, yeah, the internet's kind of, like, a, a new, the newest human right kind of thing, so.
3: Like, everyone should have Wi-Fi type yeah. thing.
2: That's, like, yeah. a big problem in Omaha, too, because, like, oh. so many schools would, like, crack down on, like, you know, using your phone's wi or using the school's Wi-Fi to get on your phone, and, like, <laughs> you know... Yeah, be on, like, whatever re- website you wanted to, and they'd block everything, but... Or, like, you know, slow down speeds or something. So now, yeah, like, um, there's, like, a that do space uh, in, like, right by Crossroads Mall. They do, like, stay-in-your-car Wi-Fi mm-hmm. for students now.
3: Wow. Oh, that so, I didn't know that. And, like,
2: it was, it was, it's been packed for a long time.
3: Um, just to, like, add on to what you were saying, um, something I forgot to mention earlier, OPS also invested, like ten million dollars or so not an exact number on data plans for all their kids oh hell yeah. wow that's amazing right so like it's one thing to just have a device but the school is also providing like a guaranteed connection which that's is cool. awesome like i'm so happy for those kids
1: cool. yeah Dude, yeah and it's awesome i feel like we should note that um omaha is like a pretty segregated town and that there's like populations of, like, black people living together, and white people tend to, like, move out to the suburbs and stuff where the money is, and then Hispanic people, um, live out in, like, South Omaha, Mm -hmm. so the kids going to OPS are, like, usually minorities and of lower, um, like, socioeconomic status, yeah, so, yeah,
0: um, how, yeah, because I wonder about that, because growing up, I knew a few teachers older than me, and I, during their Process, process, kind of like what you've just gotten done doing. It was kind of an attitude of you want to get into like certain districts and not others, mm-hmm. and that's i, I don't I'll, that struck me as kind of odd because, it's like, well, I guess there is a big gap between like quality of the sunset. Right
2: I know now. I'm trying to get like um, my head in the way. <laughs> it's a huge
0: difference in experiences, but like as a teacher, you should want to help children regardless of like Mm -hmm. who they are where they are Mm -hmm. definitely Um, I don't know do you have anything to say say about that because like Omaha is so like there's so much diversity in the schools the districts
2: Mm -hmm. oh yeah
3: oh yeah um I would say definitely there are probably teachers out there who like would avoid certain districts or Mm -hmm. certain schools um I will say, like, at UNO, where I went to school, they drill into you that, like, even, like, principals around the area say, like, we, you know, Nebraska motto, the great life or the good life or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. that's, like, how it kind of is for the school districts around here. Like, even if you do work for OPS, like, they are a good district. Mm -hmm. Like, they have international baccalaureate programs. They have AP. They have, like all these things, I think part of it is a stigma. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, like, I've been in OPS schools, and there's great kids everywhere, and there's kids with struggles everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it just depends on kind of the person's outlook.
0: So when you're going through the app, is it, assume, like an application process? Do you have a, how much of a say do you have in, like, where you end up? Is it, like, do you pick your district or a specific school?
3: So the districts will post jobs for all the schools within the district, and then you just apply for whatever. I took the first job I got because it was a great school, and it's my first year, so, like, yeah, obviously. That, that, that and I got like super this. lucky. I love it, so. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know some people have to apply, like, multiple schools Mm -hmm. i don't know it just depends Mm -hmm. definitely yeah and the opportunity is
2: yeah i mean for a long time i mean we all know that like especially uh as suburb kids i feel like um like my grandparents used to be like a oh don't send your kid to central Oh like, yeah. They were like they tried to pay for me and my brother to go to like a, a Catholic school, like oh a private gosh. school, because they thought that the public schools in Omaha were bad.
1: Dude, yes, that's such an old way of thinking, though.
2: Exactly. Like, yeah. It really it's, common. it's like
0: the don't go north of Ames. At uh, yeah. 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 Just that sentiment. You know, oh it was yeah. Kind of, it was burned into me as a kid. It took a while to right. work it out. You mm-hmm. just.
1: I mean, like my parents still say stuff like, even my mom was like. We were talking about OPS, and she was like, oh, yeah, it's, like, a war zone over there. And I'm like, Mom, they're kid." I'm like, Mom, they're, like, children. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they all deserve, like, an equal opportunity, and, like, they have a right to a good education. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah,
2: my grandparents used to say, like, because my cousin, both my cousins, or all three of my cousins, I should say, uh, that live in Omaha, went to Central and graduated from there. And they got, like, an amazing education, like, going to, I think, well... Well, most that most recently graduated was the valedictorian, and you know got a great education. It's like going free to Lincoln and stuff like that. So your cousin, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. And, like my grandma, the entire time he was going was like, "So do you hate Central?" Like just framing him like he had to hate this school because yeah. he, she thought it was a bad <laughs> school. So
1: yeah. right,
2: it's just a ingrained thought for a lot of people that I think is slowly but surely getting weeded out yeah which is I nice so. I think so.
3: yeah i did a practicum at central and every time i would tell people they'd be like oh, like, oh how's yeah. that yeah. like it's like it's a school it's like it's fine they're,
0: they're humans they're yeah. humans. not very different
2: from you right exactly. they
3: might have like they might have different needs than kids in other districts it like doesn't matter like their kids yeah. definitely
2: and from yeah. what i gauge i think like the biggest criticism i've ever heard about central is that there's way too many kids and like it's a smaller school or it's, it's not like an older building yeah too. it's old like yeah it's old so it's like like the hallways are smaller but they keep you know increasing students that go there so it's right. like you know that's many, the biggest thing yeah, it's like a
0: it's like four floors isn't it yeah Yeah, yeah. and they just did
2: a new addition to it too so it's like just this giant sprawling school but
3: well I think a lot of kids want to go there because um central does have that IB program the international baccalaureate which is like the highest you can
1: get so right we didn't even have those like we went to a suburban school
0: yeah so like compared to AP how does that compare? I think I, it's I don't a even step
1: above is. from what I understand, It's a step
3: above. Like, it's just way more advanced. Like, for example, I was teaching freshmen in an IB class in the fall, so at the beginning of the year, and they were learning stuff that I had learned, like, end of sophomore year, junior year. Wow. And so then they, like, learn all this stuff, and then they take, like, a really hard, detailed
2: test. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. That's wild. Because
0: I always thought AP courses, they said was, like, college-level courses. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, if this is college...
1: This is going to be a breeze. I'm
0: going to have a good time. Yeah. So, yeah, then I realized, yeah, those are very, like, trimmed-down versions of
1: right. college, college yeah.
0: courses. Maybe a content you'd see in college, but not the same rigor mm-hmm. or, like, expectations of yeah. understanding.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to know, like, how the, like, IV programs compare. Uh, but I've always heard great things about them.
3: Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, my school didn't,
3: like, the school I went to for high school didn't have AP. Um, does anybody want to talk about, like, what an AP class is like? Did Am I allowed AP? to ask a question? Yeah, yeah. At yeah, Papio, of course.
0: The <laughs> uh, table's a turn. Uh, at Papio, I took a lot of government AP class. I avoided certain ones that I knew would be hard, like yeah. the, the economics courses. Oh, yeah. I heard we're actually college level. Mm. I took comparative government, U.S. government, AP language, and <laughs> the other, did, yeah, right? it's we just took- fine. I'm used to it now. Okay. Uh AP, yeah, language, and then composition. And
1: lit. Yeah, AP lit. Lit literature.
0: <laughs> it just didn't seem like that much difference than yeah. what courses I'd taken.
2: Yeah, like, I took a world history... Like, I took all those government classes and then a world history class. And then I took, a, a like, a world civilization class in college. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I guess that, like, that uh, world history class was actually kind of like this college one. Because it was, like, World Civilization 1000, like, the easiest class you can take in college. <laughs> and yeah. so, like, yeah, I guess that reflected. But, like, it was honestly some of those government classes were just a tiny step above, like, you know, like, maybe a a little bit harder, because you had to read the book sometimes, you know? It wasn't that bad.
1: I do have to say, um, I had Mr. Barron for AP Bio my senior year, and when I took biology, um, At UNL, when I was a freshman, it was almost identical to, like, the labs and everything, Mm. so I felt, like, really prepared um, for that lecture and like, the
2: lab. Yeah, I didn't take
0: any sciences,
2: so... I bet, because did you take AP Calculus, too? Yeah, I did. And was that a pretty good yes. class? Okay. okay,
1: I didn't feel like it was at the time, because I think I was, like, B minus C, like, in high school, but then I went to college, and I got an A in it. So That's it was, like, cool. okay. definitely helpful. Math,
0: That's really good to be know. especially good. Yeah. yeah. First time you see something new, it sucks. Yeah. So, and, oh.
1: like, I grew to, like, really enjoy it. Calculus and, like, even stats was, like, a fun time. Yeah. yeah when Just I... Abby
0: things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, I like Nothing stats, special. too. <laughs> yeah. First time I took calculus in college, I was a minority as far as, like, people who had already taken it in mm-hmm. high school or whatever. Yeah. I was, like, by far outnumbered. Most people had already taken the full course. Oh, yeah,
2: definitely. And, yeah. That made a huge difference, yep. I think. And I was, uh, like, I've been pretty... Known amongst my friends to shit on high school, like I thought, like oh yeah, high school was a breeze, and I didn't really learn anything, and like I like, I did nothing in high school, and it really fucked me up for college, yeah. and like it's good to know that like if you went like our school, like it it still did good things, even though I like to be a critic. Oh, definitely. Like I mean, our school was always had like really cool teachers and we stuff like that. Yes, but like I always thought AP school. was a, like a joke, but like those science courses sounded legit, and yeah, the, the math ones one, definitely yeah. did too. So, Definitely. it's good to know that people got better experiences than I did. Definitely.
0: So. Yeah, and I enjoyed my AP classes. We do. yeah. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's true. Like, AP psych was amazing. Like, really influenced the things that I wanted to learn in the future.
1: Dude, yes. So, that's cool. Yeah. Good, yeah. I really enjoyed AP government and AP comparative government. Because, like, in college, I don't really take, like, government or history classes. So, it was, like, really interesting to learn about, like, Governments around the world and how they operate, but also like the rights you have in the states, as, like as far as like in AP government, like yeah, I feel like I learned a lot more of like when the cops show up, like hey, you can actually do this, like this is a right that you have, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. That yeah, that should be something everyone should take. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know that. Yeah. 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 that was like really great, and yeah, it should well, be you required. do to worry because you're not black. Exactly. Well, I mean, like, yeah, like, it should be taught, because, like, obviously, black people are a target by the cops, oh, and yeah. it's, like, important Definitely. to know you're yep. right.
0: Yeah, this is a really interesting time, as far as that goes, because I feel like, oh, in the past, you know, this is a totally different subject, but whatever, like, oh, in the past, when, it, when, a, when a, you know, a George Floyd situation happens, it's like... There's so much going on in the media that even something as impactful as an innocent person being murdered on camera, it can kind of get washed out just mm-hmm. by volume alone, 24-hour mm-hmm. news cycle. But with everyone just during in, in the lockdown, all we have to do is sit and talk to each other and, and think about whatever we see. I think it's kind of like a good thing for... Like civil rights in a way. Oh yeah. Because there's no avoiding it now, and like people are being forced to confront their own like biases and yeah. inherent like inherent racism. Because I mean, that's like a. It's like repetitive to say it, but like that's kind of the nature of it for a lot of people, I think.
2: So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good or it's like, I or I heard the not to like totally stutter right there, jeez, um, I heard from my uncle. Uh, who is like it's the right time for the worst thing to happen oh, yeah so
0: definitely we yeah. got
2: through it and like now like there's this nice dialogue but
1: like we can't look away from it right now oh, which yeah. is like like honestly been a hidden gift yeah. throughout this pandemic yeah but yeah
0: yeah there are some there are a lot of hidden gifts in the in it if you look for them you know they're just subtle so
2: mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. definitely definitely
2: but yeah. Have you got more questions for Caleb? I almost said the name. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, okay. Cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon.
1: Anybody have any, like, final questions for Cinnamon? (laughs)
2: Uh, Oh, yeah, go Shane. Uh, I'll I'll come up with something
0: in two seconds. Um, What is your goal as an educator? (laughs) specifically?
3: So, um... I teach Spanish. I teach a foreign language. Um, Honestly, my goal is I want kids, the future adults of the world, I want them to have a global thinking mindset. You know, like, if they don't remember all their Spanish conjugations at the end of the day, like, obviously I want them to succeed, but what's important to me is that they maybe learn how to be empathetic towards people who are different from them or maybe somebody wants to like go explore the world after taking my class um so for me it's kind of
1: about the bigger picture yeah but yeah yeah dude that is like so admirable that's
0: really cool of you
1: and like obviously we've taken Spanish classes together in the past and like I just have so much faith in your ability to like teach these students like important cultural issues and like immigration stuff like like oh my gosh I feel like that opened my eyes to so many like different issues like as far as like learning the language too like in addition to like learning more about the culture and the issues facing like Latinos and Hispanics in the U.S. and Mm. yeah I just I don't know I love like we have similar mindsets and like I know you'll be great and like inspire these kids and open their minds so I'm excited for you thank Mm -hmm. you